Thanks for tuning in to the Purely Woman podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest creations and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to help you make the most from your sex and relationships. Now, welcome your host, Leanne Young. Hello, and welcome back to Purely Woman. I'm Leanne, and I have got an amazing guest for you this evening. Now, as you know, you're all locked at home. You can't go to the gym. You're allowed to go out each day for exercise. And let's be really honest, the liquor store's off-licenses have now been classed as an essential. So while you're at home and you're getting paid, or maybe not paid, but working from home and living on a couch, what is the best way to keep in shape? I mean, you know, your diet. I mean, I've, are you going to have the coronavirus diet? So what I've done is I have pulled in the amazing world-known Nina Silic. She's a top fitness model, been shown all over the front pages of magazines, like from Oxygen Magazine or the fitness ones, international um, model of bodybuilding. And she's joining us all the way from Tampa, Florida. So let's welcome Nina to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. You're so welcome. How are you over in lockdown in the States? We're good. We're good. Well, we're in Florida, so it's nice and sunny. We're just having this conversation before. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you do you know what? You're, so I can't complain. Yeah, you're making me really jealous because, as you know, as listeners may know, in the UK it is freezing, and um, and for the for the listeners that don't know Nina, I mean, I know Nina because we both used to live in the world's most isolated city in the yeah. world, <laughs> being Perth, Western Australia. Yeah, and we seen each other only a month ago in the glorious sunshine. I know. We were there randomly. I hadn't been back in a couple of years and neither had you. And we were both there at the same time. It was so crazy. Yeah. And I don't think people would believe us, right? Because people just think, you know, Western Australia, full of sunshine all the time. And, and for the listeners, me and Nina were sat having a coffee and a catch up in a cafe and a tornado came through. <laughs> well, pretty much pretty much this crazy storm. We were sitting there. It was all hot and sunny. And then next minute you just see gale force winds, rain. Things are flying everywhere, street signs. It was chaos. It lasted like, what, 10 minutes? It was About 10 minutes with all this destruction. Yeah, and then sunshine again. I was like, ah, uh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the next day I went to the beach actually with the dog. So yeah, I'm actually, it was fine. Next day. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking that the world's gone a little bit potty anyway. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've managed to leave Perth and you went back uh-huh. to Tampa I, I got out of Australia on the 16th of March. So, you know, I got back just before the flights started getting delayed. Yeah. But as you can imagine, there's, there's millions. Everybody around the world is now in national lockdown. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> and, you know, people really don't know what to do. You know, I mean, my, my first thing is when I knew we were going into lockdown was cancel the gym membership. You know, everybody knows Germ, there's going to be more germs at the gym because people yeah. are from all different walks of life going there, sweating, touching the machines. And no matter what disinfectant you use, you, you, you're most likely going to catch something in a gym. Absolutely. So I was quick thinking, think, no, absolutely. Put that on charge before I, you know, before they keep, and put it on hold before they keep charging me. And now I've been on social media, which I'm having a real crack with, Nina, if I'm quite <laughs> honest, right? My only worry is... That now the hospital A and E wards are going to be full up with either DIY at home workers or people trying to do fitness and make weights, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> because yeah. online there are people absolutely losing their mind because they can't go to the gym. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. 
Yeah, I'm one of those people, but I'm still making it work. <laughs> oh, making it work. It's hard. It's really tough. You don't realize how much you really enjoy something and everyone usually complains, oh, I have to go get a workout, you know, I don't want to go to the gym, but I have to. And now that it's taken away from you, you realize how much you value it and how important it really was and just how, you know, you're like, what do I do now? What do I do without it? And it is really difficult to get motivated to work either A, work at, just work out at home or B, find the things you need to get a good workout in. And what would you advise? Because I, I'll tell you, I'm suffering from the motivation angle. Not only is it freezing in the UK with no heating, <laughs> flooring or curtains, right? Right. But I'm, because I've got this, you know, I'm so cold and I'm trying to keep warm. And then I lie on the sofa and I'm watching the TV and then I'm like, I just do not have the motivation to go for my daily exercise. And we are allowed to go outside. Right. Well, how did you used to do it before? Is it something you would schedule into your day? Would you write it in your diary? Because I know you're a very, very busy woman. So how did you used to work it into your life beforehand? My daily life never used to start work-wise until about midday because my days would always be me up having a coffee and I go to the gym. Right. Well, you can still keep that schedule, right? So even for me, um, it's either, well, mine's a bit more <laughs> unpredictable because I have a little one-year-old, so it depends. Um, but for me, I either know I've got to get it done first thing in the morning or it's going to be later in the evening when she's asleep. So I still keep that schedule, right? So even though you're at home, maybe you're not working, maybe you are, or your days have kind of changed because some people are still managing to work from home, others aren't. Make an appointment with yourself. So I think that's the first thing you need to do to get that, I guess, motivation going because motivation is a little bit of a, I guess, bad word. There really isn't any motivation. No one, nothing's going to motivate you. You have to make yourself do something. It's a choice. Okay. You have to make the choice to go and want to get active for the day. How are you going to do that? You need to set your day up for success, right? You need to set up these good habits. Well, when do you usually get up and do it? You said for you, if you don't have your coffee in the morning and go do it straight away, it's probably not going to get done because then you get into the whole arm oh, on the couch, I get into work mode, then it just doesn't happen. So if you know for yourself, I am only going to get this done first thing in the morning, create that habit, make it an appointment, write it in your calendar, do your same habits you used to do and go, right, I'm going to get up, have my coffee put my 10 layers of clothes on so I'm warm <laughs> and then and then just start. The biggest thing I think is starting and whether that's for you, especially being quite cold and for a lot of people, if they are going outside, it depends. It's going to be quite cold where you are. You need to warm your body up and just get moving and that might just be walking around, making sure you're not going to sit down for the next hour for yourself. That means um, staying standing, do a couple of body weight exercises, just get moving, getting warm, getting feeling good and then you can go into a workout. So it's just creating those little habits that you had before, but in a little bit of a different structure now because you are at home. Cora, that's really, it's really wise advice because I have been, I have, I've been, I think most people have uh, been working from home in their pajamas. Um, I've been lucky if, I mean, I can't, I don't even remember what makeup looks like. Well, Um, that's the other thing, right? So I think the biggest part of, um, I guess keeping your sense of self and who you are and who you usually are is still doing all those things. So even for myself, I get up in the morning. I probably don't do it till about 11 o'clock because two hours is sleeping. Um, but I make sure I still try to put myself together for the day. And it's just for me. It doesn't have to be anything special like today. Quarantine here. I haven't washed it like a week. It's up. I still put something on my face. I still get dressed into 
um, normal clothing and then I feel good and it makes me want to do things for the day. You feel much better about yourself. You don't feel like being in sloth mode on the couch in your pajamas, right? Because I know for a fact Sundays are usually my lazy day. We have family day. And if I don't, if I sit in my pajamas all day, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to sit in my pajamas, watch TV, whatever, um, binge watch Netflix. But if you keep your Monday to Friday like you normally would and make that appointment with yourself and spend that little time with self-care, you're going to feel much better about yourself. You're just going to start feeling good and that's going to make you want to do more things. It's going to make you want to get active. If you wake up and you're just like sloth mode all day, you're not really going to feel great. You're already setting yourself up with a certain energy for the day and it's just going to carry on throughout the day. That's really true. So keep the routine of the time that you would normally go and and have structure from the beginning. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's something right now people are struggling with. It's like they think it's the end of the world because their whole routine's been disrupted. But you really need to learn to adapt to your new situation. So this is everyone's new normal for a little while now. So don't just fall into this rut of, oh, I just can't do anything. And I know it is a really tough time for some people. A lot of people have lost jobs or they're not, you know, getting a paycheck right now. There's all these things happening. So that makes it even more important for you to focus on other positive things you can do. Are you going to make the choice to just sit on the couch all day and feel depressed and, you know, feel worried and anxious and watch the news about everything that's going on? Or are you going to take some sort of action and go, right, I can't control these things that are happening around me, but what can I control? I can control how I make myself feel, put myself together, feel good for the day. I can control whether I get moving or not, which is also then going to make you feel better. All those endorphins are going to get released for the day. And you can control to improve yourself in other ways. So maybe now is the time, hey, if you're not working, there's so many free online resources to learn, do courses. Maybe try to improve your skills in something else. Maybe you can, um, you know, supplement your income with something else that you can do online. Like there's so many other things you can do in the day. Read those books that you've wanted to read or, you know, self-improvement, self-development and self-care right now are so, so important, I think, to keep everybody um, positive. And keeping everybody going, keeping that, you know, keeping yourself ticking away and not just, and that's where workouts come into it too. And your nutrition, obviously health is super important, but I think everything is, you have to look at it as a, I guess, a holistic overview of everything, right? How am I going to make, take a negative situation that I can't control and turn it into a positive and make the best out of that situation possible? That's why I like you. Do you know what? We're on the same level with that one. I mean, I'll be honest with you, right? It's like, I mean, I went through, um, as I mentioned before, you know, I used to live in Western Australia and so did you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was in hospital for a long time over there when I was sick. So I've done the isolation yeah. because I'd got sick from Bangkok and I had to go right. back to training and learn new ways of training and stuff. And I found my holistic self, you know, quite some years ago. But for the people that are not, who have not, don't, or don't even understand their holistic self, oh, my word. This, yes. this is like they've been taken off autopilot and all of a sudden they are in the driving seat because people think they're in the driving seat and they get up for work and then they go to, and then they catch, catch public transport or drive to work and then they're in the office and then they know their schedule and they know what time they're finishing. They go home, dinner, bath, watch TV, You're on sleep. autopilot. You're cruising through life. Cruising. Absolutely. And now there's been a massive, like, bang, let's slap you around the face. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in charge of your day. 
<laughs> now, and I think that no, you keep going. I just keep, you know. No, and, and, and it is. Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, people are saying to me like, well, "How are you staying so positive?" And I'm like, "Well, I've been here, so it's quite funny." And then the when I was in when I actually used to live in Western Australia, I used to get a bit claustrophobic because I couldn't go travelling so easily, or that yeah. you know, I went from mm-hmm. London to the most isolated city in the world so from because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to slow down and I right. do I do think this is very similar I think people now are having to slow down I mm-hmm. think it's beautiful that people right. are gonna have to learn their own structure they can yeah. can you, I mean the only people I feel sorry for right has to be the husbands or partners at home <laughs> who have been saying for years, I'd do that when I've got time to get round to it. Or I'd do this, but I've not got the time. I'm, I'm working too hard to keep... <laughs> <laughs> and now they've got to stick to their word and do all the repairs around the house. Yeah. And and I I think it's funny. Oh, it's, that's hilarious. That's my dad right now. Oh, my gosh. My, my mom's probably, like, grinding him hard to get everything. <laughs> right, now you've got to do that painting. You've got time to do the shed. You can go and do the ground. I mean, I personally think that most men at home who are DIY kind of people that can do stuff around the house are going to come out of this the fittest. It is a, it is a bit like the Hunger Games. The fittest are going to win. <laughs> Yeah, right. absolutely. That is, or everyone's going to have really good sex lives, like either one. Oh, do you know what? There's going to be a baby boom in nine months without a, oh no God, doubt about it. So many babies. Yeah, I mean, I've had to give lots of expert advice out on different shows and um, tabloids this week. And they all of them were like, do you predict a baby boom in nine months? I'm like, do you even have to yeah. ask? You know, yeah. not only that, there's going to be divorces, there's going to be separations. And and I think, and, and the baby boom, so the sex life, and I'm going to be honest with you, right, as you know, I cover the pleasure product market. Mm-hmm. That is booming. Yeah, oh, I couldn't, can't even, couldn't imagine. You know, like that would be out of control. Yeah, and I'm just wondering whether the postman is still working because I have absolutely loads of toys unopened that I can give out to the listeners. <laughs> sure, I don't know. I think that's a great part. It's so funny. I know. I know we're here to talk about more like healthy nutrition, but um, no, we could talk sex as well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of it because that is all part of your health. It's not just physical health that we're talking about; it's mental health too. And I think right now it's, you know, whatever's going to make you feel good mentally is, is great. That's a real biggest part of it. And I think for many people who are, I mean, my husband and I work from home for the most part anyway, and we have a really close relationship and talk about everything. Um, but for a lot of people, I think, who have been cruising on autopilot through life, um, you know, and I, I, I know I can talk about this because this used to be me. This used to be me where I used to suppress all my emotions and feelings um, and, you know, not want to face anything that I was having to deal with or whatever. And now they're stuck in a situation where they are at home in isolation. Maybe they're at home with their partners who they don't spend that much time with or, you know, um, other family members or whoever it might be. And you don't have the busyness of life, right? You have to slow down to... I guess, distract or cover up, you know, any deep emotional things that you're going through. Um, and it's scary because people now have to face that, which is terrifying because I've had to do that in the past before. And it's like the most confronting thing that you'll ever have to do is actually face yourself. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing because what a great time to actually slow down and take a step back and work 
on yourself from the inside out, right? Nutrition and training and all that, yes, it's important to stay active and we'll go into that more soon, but I think it's so important to focus on your mental health too and that you know, that comes from um, looking after yourself for one, like we were talking about before, but also nurturing the relationships that you have and strengthening them and, um, you know, just appreciating what's around you. So if you are dealing with anything deep within you, everyone has demons, you need to start facing those things and working through those things. I think that's a really great thing that people could start doing right now because you can't hide right now. There's no busyness of life. No, you can't can't lock yourself away anymore. No, you have a lot of time to think, you know. Um, You have a lot of time to have conversations. And I think for some people, like you said, if, you know, you haven't had a great relationship with your spouse and you guys are just busy and cruising through, those things are going to come up. Um, And it's a great time to improve that. Like you said, hey, you might improve your sex life. That's going to improve everything else, endorphins and whatnot. And it's a great time to nurture those things and really recognize those things. And if you do have improvements to make within yourself or within the relationships around you, I think it's a perfect time to do so. Oh, I I mean, I think either people are going to keep warm in the UK by having lots of sex. (laughs) I think you have to. I mean, I mean, I don't have a partner in lockdown with me, which is really disappointing because I would not be cold right now. (laughs) Okay, I mean, pleasure products are good, but they're not the best thing in the world. Okay, the real thing is the best. Um, They don't cuddle you. (laughs) Yeah, they don't cuddle me, and they're not. They don't have body heat. You know, I mean. So, you know, I, I can get my rocks off, I can have the big O and I can release all the endorphins, but I still can't get warm. <laughs> it's, it's well, like, you're still, still doing the good things, you know, you might oh, as well because... As long as my mental side is completely fine. I think, yeah. pe- I think people underestimate that, you know, sex, yeah. orgasms, exercise, they actually go really well together. And, I, and I call it sexercise, I really do, because they all really release like endorphins in the brain. And the dopamine mm-hmm. levels change. And I think to get through this lockdown is sex and exercise. I agree. I couldn't. And good food. Yeah, but not beer and pizza, man. No, 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 no. But you're going on about. Talk about your diet right now because. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, let me brief the, the, the visitor. Uh, let, me, let me brief the listeners. Um, so I saw Nina probably about a month ago. And I, yeah. I was in Perth. And the night before, I'd, I was I was hungry, and I do have a thing for kangaroo meat. I like it. Oh, it's good. You know, mm-hmm. we we get it in Australia, but I really am a bad cook, so I microwaved the kangaroo meat. And she microwaved re- equivalent to a steak. She microwaved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a cook. Now I'm in trouble. But I microwaved the steak. So come on, you can tell me. So, okay, Leanne can't cook people. That's that's the biggest thing. And what's your diet? What's your nutrition look like this past few days? What did you What did you eat? Yesterday? Do you really want to know, right? So let me count the last <laughs> yeah. twenty four hours. Right, we're going to go here. Oh God, I feel so bad. So yesterday was bad. yesterday was Sunday. So I had um, roast beef. You know, Yorkshire mm-hmm. pudding, roast fun. potatoes. Very yeah. English. I actually cooked that, by the way, Nina. Oh, wow. I'm I, impressed. <laughs> I, was, I was overlooked by my son, who's a breakfast chef. So, that was, you know, it was good. But I'd done it. And then I failed. Okay, because it's, ne- it's nearly Easter, right? Yeah. And right. I'd, I'd been really good recently. And I thought, well, the shops are going to close, so I need to stock up on Easter eggs. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit of chocolate. But what else have you been having? It was. It wasn't a little bit of chocolate. It was a big egg with a bag of sweets. <laughs> So, and, uh, was that like one or two staple meals for the day? And about six, right? Right. And, and then, you know, there was so much of it, I couldn't eat it all last night. Right? Right. So I'm right. a bit like people who have a takeaway. You just have it for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> okay, so my point I'm trying to make with Leanne, everyone, is that... <gasps> She, it's, there's nothing wrong with having, I'm, I'm all about flexible dieting. So if anyone, you know, ends up following me or knows me already, it's all about flexible eating. Okay. There's no food is off limits. Like that is my motto. There's no food off limits. It's all about flexibility with a structure. Okay. But the problem is, and I think even anyone who is, um, more clued on into what to eat and to make healthy choices and all that kind of thing. Even right now, it's a little bit more difficult to get your hands on certain foods because the supermarkets, I don't know where, where you are, but the shelves are empty here, like for the most part. I couldn't get any chicken for like two weeks until today, you know. So I think it's about having certain food sources available. It makes it more difficult right now. Everyone's a bit more limited. So what is important is that you are still making – good choices to make sure you're not losing any muscle right now. I think that's really important. So girls, don't be scared. You know, no bulky muscles coming off you or whatever, but it's just the muscle you do lose is going to make you lose that toned physique, toned shape that you have. Um, and for any muscle that you lose, you store body fat. So we don't want that to happen right now, especially in this isolation period with the food. So it's really important that for every meal that you eat, you eat um, a good portion of protein from any protein source. See, kangaroo is fine. If you eat it microwave, I would never do that, but you could do that. Um, <laughs> um, and it's really important right now more than ever to make sure that, you know, we're keeping a strong, healthy immune system. And how do we do that? We have to get our vitamins and minerals from fruits and vegetables and things like that. So, it is difficult to do. I, I am everything I'm eating right now is pretty much frozen. Um, so like frozen vegetables, frozen meats, but you, you know, make it and you know, you're getting those nutrients. And then it's even more important right now to be taking things like a multivitamin, um, maybe a greens drink of some sort. I just take that because I don't, I know I don't eat enough vegetables right now and fish oils because we don't eat enough fish. So it's really important to make sure you're just getting the right nutrients. And that was my point with you is that you're not necessarily making bad choices. It's that you're going to be nutrient deficient in this time, which is what you don't want to happen, right? Because you're yeah. super Because, like, I mean, I do feel that. I mean, I managed to get vegetables yesterday, and I haven't had vegetables today because for my dinner I had spaghetti fish fingers and chips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when my son said it, it just sounded really appealing to be a kid again. I feel like I'm at home and being looked okay. after. Um, but tomorrow I do know. I mean, I've got stuff in the fridge. I've managed to find eggs. Eggs are brilliant. Perfect. Yeah, eggs are my saviour right now. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because I think people eggs. don't know what to cook. I'll tell you what happened in the UK. People right. would go into the supermarket and buying all these perishable products, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you have to chuck out. So we're having a lot of food waste. Yeah. And yeah. I think people, you know, they're buying all this food and panic buying, not eating mm -hmm. the right foods and chucking out the foods they should have eaten. Yeah. And you're going to Absolutely. see, you're seeing empty pizza boxes, but with a bag full of gone off vegetables. Right. So that's where right now I think the smartest thing to do is opt for frozen because you can store that as long as you need to. Frozen vegetables, you should be able to get frozen broccoli, frozen mixed vegetables, frozen spinach, like anything really. I know here in America we can get 
anything frozen pretty much. Yeah. Um, you can get frozen, like you don't want to buy, um, you know, any meat that you buy, you can freeze anyway, but you can get um, turkey burger patties, beef burger patties. You should be able to get some pretty lean ones of those. Um, I'm just trying to think what's in my freezer right now. Um, even deli meats, for example, you know, um, they seem to last a bit longer than like your normal chicken in the fridge, for example. So do you mean you like sliced ham. chicken, sliced ham? Yeah, like sliced ham, sliced chicken, sliced turkey. Obviously, there's a bit more sodium in it, but it's not that bad. It's still protein, right? You can do canned tuna, that things like that that they're going to um, keep so you can have them on standby. And if you do get your hands on something that's fresh, don't bulk buy it and bulk buy it like crazy. Just buy enough for the next few days like you normally would and then you still have backup there. So that's what we're kind of doing at the moment. I've got backup stuff in the freezer. I've got frozen meat, frozen vegetables. And if I do feel like a fresh salad, I buy one pack. Right, I buy one. I have done that. I, okay. I put my hand up. I swear on my life I have one bag of salad in the fridge. Yeah, so eat it. Don't let that go out. But that's where people, you should be stocking up and you have to go crazy. This isn't, you know, there's enough food for everybody. You don't have to panic buy. You know, if you go to the grocery store once a week, once a fortnight right now, you should be just fine to um, have everything you need, right? If you're a little scared, that's fine. Get what you need to get. Frozen stuff, store it in the freezer, and then when you do go, just get enough for a few days or the week of fresh things. That's all you need to do. And make sure that you have a plan in place. So don't just go, I'm freaking out, there's a virus, I need to just get lots of healthy food, and you don't know what to do with it, right? So just get what you need. That's right. You know, everyone's kind of going, I need to get healthy. One thing that I will say, if you've been somebody that has not been focusing on your health for a very long time, right, you've been eating crap, you haven't really been exercising, and now you've become, I guess, more, you feel the need now to do it more than ever because, you know, there is a virus around, it's not going to happen overnight. Just like, just like, let's say you go to the gym one day, you're not going to get a six-pack, okay? You eat one healthy meal, you're not going to get a six-pack. You eat one healthy meal, you're not, your immune system isn't going to go from zero to 100, right? So it's the same thing. These things take time. But if it's great that, you know, it, sometimes for some people it takes something extreme to get them on the right track. So if this is the case, then it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a good thing to make you go, okay, I need to recheck my health. I need to prior, start prioritizing my health because the world is, you know, there's a lot going on. That is great. Start. But remember, you don't need to overdo it. You just start little bit by little bit by little bit and improving, improving, improving slowly by making better choices and changing your habits. You're not going to do that overnight. If you've been, you know, someone who's been eating crap forever and all of a sudden you do a 180, it's too extreme. Um, it's, you want to make sure that what you do now is make healthy choices that are sustainable for you to continue and improve on. So if it's for you, all right, I'm going to make sure I eat if you've had no servings of vegetables ever, which is not great. Hopefully that's not anybody. Um, but all right, I'm going to add an extra serving of vegetables to my day compared to what I usually would. I'm going to add an extra serving of fruit compared to what I usually would. Do that for a week or two and then add an extra one, right? So it's about making those choices and improving on them over time rather than just throwing everything at you and going a complete 180 because you might last two weeks and then just go back and eat crap again or whatever. So I think it's a great time for everybody to be focusing on their health. But remember, that change is going to take time. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take you six months to a year to improve that. But get started. It's not, it's a, there's no time like the present to get started on working on yourself if you haven't been for so long. 
Oh, completely. I mean, what, what would you exam- I mean? I'm going to, like, in England, we, we can get most stuff that we want from the supermarket now. People just yeah. have to stand two metres apart in the lineup, yeah. certain amount of people. But I've been going yeah. to the shops. I'm able to get chicken, beef, yep. eggs, Perfect. vegetables. I mean, I avoided the mad panic buying because I could. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I had stuff in the freezer. Um, and now I'm able to go to the shops and get whatever I want, including toilet right. paper. <laughs> don't ask me what was going on with the toilet paper thing um and so now in my you know in mine i'm eating a lot of omelets and there's actually quite a lot mm-hmm. of food you can eat now yeah people are at home and they're they are they're just they've lost the motivation to eat well they're losing the motivation mm-hmm. to exercise we're only one week in and we got right. told we're on a free free week lockdown but, it, mm-hmm. but what i think what people don't realize is it's getting reviewed at three weeks which i don't believe is going to get lifted in three weeks no, no, I don't think so. No, no, I mean, I could see this going on for 12 weeks. Yeah, I think, I honestly think we, if anything's going to get lifted or given leeway, we're not going to see that till June. Yeah, that's that's exactly. I don't think. Yeah, so now yeah. is a good time because people do have the time. They can be at home and say, right, well, I can get eggs, I can get some meat. And I do have a local market open near me. They've left that one open because it's food. So we've got a fish stand yeah. and we've got a vegetable stand. Perfect. Oh. But we've also got a coffee stand, so I'm in heaven because I need I need my good coffee on a morning. And so you know there is you know, there are ways of eating healthy. Uh huh. You know now, is it three meals a day? You know when you're working from home, you are tempted to go into that fridge though. You know you want to get the naughty yeah. food out the cupboard. So yeah. what do we do to stop that? What? How do we tell ourselves <laughs> you've got to leave that Easter egg alone or that hot cross bun? Right. I mean, this isn't a very simple question to answer. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of variables. But first things first is you need to have your daily caloric intake under control, so the amount of calories you eat for the day. So if you don't know what that is, a really good way to find out is you can download a food tracking app, something like MyFitnessPal is a great generic one, and you can start tracking your food. And a lot of people tell me, Nina, I don't have time to track my food. I don't have time to weigh my food. Well, now you do because you have nothing. (laughs) Yeah, they can't say that now. No, you're in the kitchen, get a little food scale. I'm sure you guys can order it online from somewhere and start weighing your food, okay? You don't even follow anything. Just for a week, weigh what you actually eat and track it. And that's going to give you an idea of your intake each day for the week, right, on average. And you look at the average for the week. And then you can say, all right, if I've lost weight, I'm, I'm eating less. You know, I'm in a deficit. I'm eating less than I need to be eating. If you're maintaining weight, great. You can maybe stay there where you're maintaining. Or if you're gaining weight, you probably need to eat a little bit less or move a little bit more or a little bit of both. Okay, so that's the first thing you need to kind of work out what you're doing. And then the way you structure your meals is really up to you. Does it matter if you eat three meals, four meals, five meals, six meals? No. All that matters is you choose a meal structure and a meal frequency that works for you, what you're going to stick to. Okay, that's that's going to be the best thing. Because at the end of the day, no matter what diet, and I say quite a, you know, air quotes diet, because there really isn't any best diet out there. There really isn't. The best diet is the one you can stick to for six months to a year from now. It's a really good idea. I don't actually use the word diet too much because it means you're, you know, some people, their weight fluctuates and they think, oh my God, you know, or then, or then muscle, as we know, is heavier than body fat. And people are like, oh my God, I'm not going to do this because it makes me put on weight. No. So you're going to look at two things like your weight, um, 
one, especially females, our weight fluctuates every single day. Okay. Um, and if you have your, if it's that time of the month, it could go up two pounds or like a kilo and a half easily, easily. So a really good way to kind of look at that is right. Maybe take your weight. I weigh myself maybe five to seven days a week and I take my average. You might do it three days a That's week. That's a really good works. idea. Whatever works for you. So you take your weight. Let's say you weighed in three days this week. Add all those weights up and divide it by three, and that's your average for the week. Then you compare that to next week's weekly average. So even if you have fluctuations, you're going to look at the averages rather than one big spike. Because I let me tell you now, if you put a lot of salt on one meal, you could get a weight spike the next morning. Really? Um, from salt? From sodium, yeah. You can get a weight fluctuation from sodium. You can get a weight fluctuation from a lack of sleep. Um, from stress, and this is a very stressful situation a lot of people are in right now. So there's a lot of things happening right now that can cause your weight to fluctuate. And, uh, you know, one to two pounds, I'm talking pounds of living in America, let's yeah. say um, half a kilo to a kilo in a day, and then you might see it come back down. So those things are very, very normal. I think people need to realize that weight fluctuations are super normal, and there's so many things that affect those. So you need to take your average, whatever you choose to do, and look at your average for the week and just learn to go. It's okay. And another a great thing to do is don't just take your weight because weight is only one form of measurement. Take something else. I like to do a waist measurement with a tape measure. So if my weight fluctuated up a kilo, but my waist is exactly the same as it was yesterday, it's most likely a fluid fluctuation. Even for women, you find my, your weight might be the same. Your waist might go up because you've got some bloating or both have gone up because you've got some bloating and then they come back down. There's so many things that go into it. So don't stress too much about how you weigh. Um, I really encourage people to go by how their clothes are fitting. That's the biggest one. How do your clothes fit? How do you feel? Um, You know, how do you feel when you look in the mirror? Because like you said, when you are exercising and now is the time where you want to keep the muscle that you have. Most people won't really be building any muscle because we don't have enough resistance. There's not enough heavy stuff to lift essentially. Um, But, you know, muscle does weigh more than fat. So if you are changing your body composition in some way, you can weigh, you can be heavier on the scale, but you might look better. So that's a really important thing to kind of look at. I completely forgot what that original question was. <laughs> but that's, I mean, you've given me the best, you know, because people are at home and they are still going to worry about their self-image. This is only a temporary freeze of what's going on. And they are going to be attacking themselves at home going, oh, my God, I've been eating all this junk food. And I remember now. I remember what you asked me. Yeah, and yeah so they're going to be eating all this junk food and then they're going to beat themselves up and there's going to be a lot of confidence going and there's going to be a lot of mood swings, a lot of stress, uh, and people yeah. need to eat correctly, you know. But even not just on the, the nutritional side, the exercise-wise you know, yeah. I mean, my, my, my gym workout, I mean, I can't do as much as I used to. But I go there and I do. I, I used to do some weights because I have to. I've got to do minimal, and I think and I think it's instructive for women to also do some weight bearing weight as they get older. Yes. But I would never overdo it. I didn't run, but I could walk up the treadmill, and I just enjoyed that environment. I think it was a lot of social right. as well. But right now, you know, people can't do all the social stuff. They aren't right. in a gym with a swimming pool or weights. So what mm-hmm. can they do to make sure that their body does? They can keep up their fitness levels and they can exercise. Right. Even from so, home. I don't, I don't know if you've seen Instagram, but it's flooded with home workouts right now. I think if you go on any fitness um, person's Instagram, there's home workouts. So that is the biggest thing. You can find home workouts 
anywhere right now, literally anywhere. Um, I think the biggest thing is to find something you enjoy doing. Uh, this isn't the time to find the perfect training program. This is the time to find any thing that's going to help you enjoy the activity that you're doing or any way to get moving. So for me, for example, I can't really work out in my lounge room. Like I just can't. So I go to my garage and we have a bench there. We have two weights and I have some bands and I do my workouts there and I just, whatever I feel like doing that day, I do it. Um, I've been training a long time. So, you know, I like high intensity when I'm not lifting in the gym. So I just, you do lots of circuit style stuff and I enjoy that. So I encourage people to find something they enjoy. Um, you can do virtual workouts with your friends. That's ah, something you really? can Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we've got FaceTime, we've got Skype, we've got all these things. So you can set dates where you go, right, let's all at 10 a.m. on these days, let's do a home workout um, and get everybody on there and you can work out together, whether it's you have a DVD that you're watching that you're doing a workout on YouTube anything you can find home workouts. And like I said, it's about getting moving. I don't care if you put a Zumba video on and you like, you know, dance fitness, whatever it is that you guys will enjoy or semi enjoy. I think you should do it right now. It doesn't matter. It's about getting moving. So for all my clients and everyone who's following me on my Instagram, I am like, guys, this is the challenge for us. We're going to get moving 30 minutes a day. I don't care how you do it whether it's walking, whether it's a workout, whatever it is, even if it's you want to do some yoga just to get your body moving that way, get moving for 30 minutes a day. That is the challenge for everybody I've set. So I think you can all do that. And I think that's something that's quite important to um, note for everybody is that, right, okay, we want that 30 minutes of moving. We want to get those endorphins up. But also what are you doing the other, you know, 24 and a half hours of the day? 23 and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Need but more I'm coffee. Mom, okay. I have a one-year-old. <laughs> barely hanging on. Um, yeah, so what are you doing the rest of the day? Are you just sitting on your butt all day? Because the activity that you're doing, and we call that, we call it NEAT. It's called non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Big words. Relax. So what are you burning the rest of the day? What is, what, how many calories are you burning the rest of the day through your daily activity? And that's important. So for you, it might be, all right, I'm working from home. I'm going to try and stand at my desk for a portion of the day or as much as I can. Being more aware of, I'm going to, you know, you're on a phone call, walking around while you're on the phone, walking around while you're texting, um, doing anything you can to stand up, especially for you guys there. It's very cold. So not many people are probably getting outside. Just standing for most of the day is going to burn a many more calories compared to you sitting down all day, for example. Um, and even just talking to people, getting on a phone call, like for me talking to you right now, I'm burning a lot of energy because I'm very animated when I speak. I have a lot of energy. Um, that's going to be burning calories rather than me just kind of chilling, watching Netflix or whatever. So that's, <laughs> yeah, don't just think about the, you know, what you're burning while you're exercising. Yes, that's very important. We want to do that. We want to get our bodies moving for the, for that time. But think about what you're doing the, the remainder of the day as well. Are you seeing your butt all day or are you moving? Because I can guarantee you you're going to get much fitter and healthier just by making being aware of your body moving and counting steps. So that's another big thing that I'm trying to encourage any of my clients right now to do is, hey, do what you can with your workouts, but let's keep your step targets up because that's going to keep you mindful of moving around all day and that's going to keep you on track right now with maintaining your weight and not gaining a whole bunch of weight. See, that's really good because even like I have an apartment, right? Okay. And just so that yeah. people can get some 
of the the kind of idea for me to walk from where I'm sat now in my office to to the bedroom takes 18 steps. Right. right. And sometimes when I've got a Fitbit on, I'm doing 4,000 steps a day around my apartment. And I right. could not believe it. I just could not believe how many steps a day in my house I was doing. And then adding that to when I walk places, because in England we can, you know, we got, it's not, yeah. it's not like America or Australia. And, and then I was burning up to 10,000 a day. Just great. Just not really doing much. And I think people who have been working in an office are now going to have the benefits of working from home and being able to do some form of exercise. And, you know, and it is about because everybody does have to take responsibility now for their own kind of self self awareness, yeah. self improvement. And then there is nobody else to blame. You've been given this gift of time. And the only thing right. one of the only things you cannot recycle in life is time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can recycle our bodies. We can recycle furniture. We can recycle yeah. almost anything, Everything but yeah. but not time. And you know, and I look at the positive, going, "Oh my God, we've just been given this time." To- Think about how much time you're saving, not commuting to work every day. I know for a lot of people who live in England, and let's say you're living in London, what is it, an hour each way for some people? Two hours. Yep, that's like, right. You've just got four hours back in your day. Absolutely. And what about, what about to the people that have now got to work from home and have young children? Because I know that you are, you know, you're, you're a married woman with a one-year-old baby and you are still <laughs> doing all this fitness stuff online. I mean, how? And you look amazing. Well, and I've seen your recent picture where you just look phenomenal. And, you. and you're, you're working out at home with a one-year-old. But, you know, I'm not doing anything drastic, right? I think people look at, and if you guys check out my latest transformation, <laughs> it is a bit crazy. I actually didn't realize so I put the two photos together when I just gave birth to now. I'm like, whoa. It's amazing. I, I don't train like crazy. I, I exercise on usually when, you know, before having to be at home, like three or four days a week was a good week, right? I don't, I eat lots of food. Like I, I just know how to manage my nutrition. I know how to manage my activity. I move around all day. I don't stop. I have a one-year-old. I'm constantly, right now she's sleeping and dad's there, so we're good. Um, but I'm constantly moving all day or I'm constantly on my feet. And that's been one of the biggest things where people underestimate that um, the activity we do outside of exercise, that's super important. But also, you know, we just manage, I manage that time and it's about making things a priority. So before, right, I hear it a lot, Nina, I, I'm a mom, I don't have time to exercise. Well, it's not true um, because I was that for quite some time. I was like, I don't have time to exercise. I'm exhausted. I want to sleep and I've got this little baby, right? Um, that's not the case. It, was, it just wasn't a priority for me. That's the choice of words you really have to use. Is it a priority for you right now? So that's the first thing you need to decide. If, it, if yes, but you kind of just don't know how to do it, great. You figure it out. So it might not be realistic if you have kids to do an hour of workout a day. It might not be realistic. So um, maybe do 15 minutes twice a day, somewhere in the day where they're napping or do it with them. You know, sometimes I have to, I can't go downstairs to the garage. I have to be in the lounge room with Aria and with my bands and she loves it. And I include her in my workouts. I might do, I'm going to do 20 squats. I'm going to hold her and she giggles and she thinks it's hilarious. So I think if you have kids, especially small kids, 
try to include them in you getting moving. And that can be you in the lounge room, just doing body weight workouts, getting some bands. Bands are really cheap to get off like Amazon. I don't know if you guys have Amazon, but it's like 20 bucks for five different bands that you can use at home. Um, so I think it's about just finding those pockets in the day where you are moving and maybe doing 10 minutes at a time. Um, or if you've got hubby, like I'm lucky, he will, he will watch her at some point and I go and have my workout in the garage and that's some days, but other days I have to do it in the living room and include her or it might last me 10 minutes or maybe I'll get 20 minutes out of it, um, before she cracks it or whatever. And it's just <laughs> finding a way. I think you have to make the choice to make it a priority for yourself. That's the first step because no one else is going to make you do it. And then you have to find what's going to work for your day because especially if you have kids, there's no one size fits all for anybody, but especially for parents. So it's about, all right, maybe I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier today um, while they're still sleeping. Um, maybe I'm going to try to do it when they're asleep. Or maybe if my husband's home now, he can watch her while I work out. Like it's just, you know, you really have to work as a team if, if you've got a partner with you um, and about really managing your time. And I'm very, very now selective with my time and where it goes. Yeah. Um, and you have to be. <laughs> We're children, absolutely. And you know what? I find having a lot of parents say, you know, I'm tired and this and that, and you are, I'm, you know, coffee all day. Um, but I think having that time to exercise, even if it's 30 minutes for myself, is me time. It's time for having some mental clarity. And even sometimes I don't do a hard workout. I just move and whatever, and it's quiet time for me. So I think if you try to incorporate it that way, I think it's really beneficial. But Find what works for you and your household. You guys have to communicate. You have to work out a schedule, a structure, and make it work that way. And just remember, some days as a parent, you're not going to get a workout in. Some days it's impossible, especially if you're a working parent like for me. I know today I really wanted to get a workout in, but I probably won't be able to because I have crap loaded of clients to still <laughs> get back to before the end of the night. But, you know, you just got to realize that whatever you can do in any given day is enough. And consistency is key. So for myself, like you said, whoa, you've changed so much. Well, I haven't really. I've just been doing little – I've just been very consistent over time, doing little bits because every little bit counts. It's like building a wall, right? You do a little brick by brick by brick. That wall didn't build itself overnight. It's the same thing um, if you're trying to get healthier or get moving or, you know, um, lose some weight or whatever it is. It's little bit by little bit consistency, yeah? So it's better being – I always say – you're better off being 80% on point or 70% on point 100% of the time than 100% on point 30% of the time. That's really, really good advice there. Really, really good advice. Yeah. So where can, true. Yeah, where can people go to find your stuff and where can they go and get information from you? Plug yourself. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm really responsive on everything. So um, Instagram is probably the best place if you want to see what I'm about and you want to just have a chat with me. So it's I am Nina Silich on Instagram. That's on most, most stuff. Um, I have a website which I'm relaunching very, very soon. It's ninasilich.com. And they're my main two platforms. Facebook is there as well. Um, I don't even know. I just started a TikTok. I don't know how I feel about it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not gone to TikTok, and I've only just heard today that House Party, which everybody's been using, has just been um, data breached or something. So I don't know. I'm just like another social media thing. Like it's too many things for me. I just need to have one thing. Oh, and YouTube, Nina Salich on YouTube as well. So yeah, 
I'm a bit of everywhere, but if Instagram is the best place to reach me, if you want to um, just have a chat or ask me any questions, just shoot me a DM. Yeah. And and you do have a website that they can join, and you give yeah, it's Nina Um, yeah. There's some good blogs on there as well if you guys want some free articles. Um, but, again, that's relaunching in about two weeks with some very exciting stuff. So if you check that out now, recheck it out in a few weeks because we're doing some big things with that. So I'm excited. Yes. Nina, thanks for coming on. been absolutely fabulous. And for, for anybody listening at home, please do go and visit Nina's stuff because, you know, I, I know this woman in person and absolutely <laughs> phenomenal, has come, overcome many hurdles, Really great advice from a really intelligent um, woman. And remember, go to ninasilich.com. Nina, thank thank you. you so much. Thank you for listening to the Purely Woman podcast. Remember, go to iTunes and give me five stars. Stay tuned for another exciting episode coming directly to the Purely Woman listening platform very soon. Cheers. This episode has been produced by Podcast Syndicator. To find out more about Podcast Syndicator, go to www.podcastsyndicator.com. You've been listening to the Purely Woman Podcast. The Purely Woman Podcast is brought to you by Simply Fat Freezing. For more details, please tweet us at purelywoman1. That's purelywoman and the number one.